The following program is intended for mature audiences. Sir Todd, what's up? Who is muted? Who muted himself? I'm just gonna talk like this the whole show. That works. <laughs> so without two laps, sorry, my bad. <laughs> that works. We can just do the ASMR stream. There you go. That'll probably break. Uh, what is it? Animal Instincts has the record now. I think. Yes, it does, Dan. There you go. We're gonna. We're just gonna blow up the fucking internet. I'll tag ASMR now. There you go. I'm going to tag it ASMR. <laughs> I don't know what that means still, but I'm still going to tag it. Uh, so. It's going to accidentally tag ATM. <laughs> well, that'll get some clicks, too. <laughs> that'll get some clicks, too. You know, we we're talking Wings Hauser tonight. You know Wings Hauser's gone ass to mouth. For sure. You, in the last 24 hours. For sure. He's going ass to mouth right now. <laughs> right now as we speak. Wingshauser. Wingshauser's the man. Uh, so yeah, we've got a pair of erotic thrillers that, in all honesty, are like never talked about. You're hard-pressed to find anybody talking uh, about these films, uh, which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe at least one aired on USA Up All Night, but uh, yeah. we'll get to that. Definitely aired on Joe Bob. Okay, yeah, and I, I have a vivid memory. I could be wrong. For some reason, I could have sworn, but... Oh, no, uh, it's very possible. I, I, I can only confirm there is a Joe Bob. Yes, yes. But I, uh, Which we'll talk about. But we're talking about Bedroom Eyes 1 and 2, which we'll get into here. Um, surprise these aren't talked about more because, you know, Linda Blair's in one of them, yeah. uh, in the second one. And... You would kind of think that these would be a little bit better known, but you're you rarely hear about these. Uh, which we were talking like some of the stuff we haven't done yet, and it, it was like, oh well, yeah, bedroom eyes. Even I kind of forget about them. Uh, so I'm glad we're doing them tonight because there's some big names in these, and uh, uh, some time in between too, because uh, one kind of predates the erotic thriller uh, boom the the first one uh but yeah even even yeah. before uh base against i'm sorry fatal attraction yeah it does by three years i believe uh so yes so we'll get right into it with the 1984 william fruitt film bedroom eyes and in this one a young businessman out jogging one night sees a beautiful woman undressing in her bedroom window and is compelled to return every night to watch her until one fateful evening he witnesses a murder in the same apartment and soon becomes the prime suspect because of a variety of circumstances evolving from his voyeurism. 
All right. So here we are. We're definitely in the 80s, that era where a creepy, voyeuristic pervert could be your protagonist. And uh, there you the go. good old days. <laughs> a lot, a lot of times these movies would not would not fly now. Like, the good old days. I don't know what you're like, talking about. Like the the whole thing can be just this guy going back and every night just to sort of like spank it in the bushes to <laughs> uh, a woman's sexcapades. And then, you know, like he, you know, he gets the girl, he saves the day. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not happening now. Um, So this is from uh, director William Pruitt, who's very prolific. Uh, He's the director of Spasms, Blue Monkey, Killer Party, Funeral Home, did a lot of TV, directed a good chunk, actually, of the Goosebumps TV series, stuff like uh, Animorphs, Poltergeist, The Legacy. In my opinion, one of the greatest horror TV series ever, Friday the 13th, the series. Uh, lots of, I'm a huge fan of this director. Uh, he ha- He's somebody that's, you know, somewhat known, I guess, but... That name should be out there more than it is. He is a, a living legend, actually. Uh, he is, uh, I believe, in his 90s now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, William Fruitt, a lot, so much amazing work out there you should check out from him. But let's talk Bedroom Eyes. Uh, so, uh, Todd, Bedroom Eyes for you. Do you remember when you first saw it? Because the first film is, uh, I feel, a little bit lesser known than the second one, because at least the second one has uh, some names in it. I haven't watched this original in a very, very long time. Uh, It's a little bit lighter on the sex and nudity. Uh, Like I said, this is kind of pre-boom period. Uh, you know, Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct, and where we're just getting a lot of this stuff. Uh, but yeah, where where do you fall on this one? Um, <clears throat> this is one that I actually didn't see until the second one came out because the second one was during the boom, and I was like, "All right, yeah. you got Linda Blair. I'm going to check this out." Absolutely. So uh, it, of course, immediately triggers me. I got to see the first one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I did. I don't. I'm trying to remember. I'm. I don't remember if I got them on the same day or I got bedroom mice first, but um, yeah, I remember. I, I really do like the second one and I always have. This one is a little bit lighter than I remembered. Like, I, but I, I only saw this one maybe once or so. I, you know, I had a, I am a fan of Linda Blair, so I did watch that one a few more times. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it kind of gives a glimpse of what the genre is going to have to offer. It's just a lot lighter. This is definitely one I feel like is a is more of a definitely one to see. No, I don't even want to say definitely see it at the beginning. I think you want to go with the stronger one, but this one's more of yeah deep cut. I think the second one, which we'll talk about more, um, will probably have more fans. It's funny because you watch uh, this this character Harry Ross, uh, who does return in the sequel, kind of sorta, which we'll get into, but. 
this isn't like a, a sort of rear window sort of thing where it's like you're just like looking at a neighbor. Like he's really going out of his way to be a pervert, which I think is so funny in this one. Like he's really like going through the motions, trying to avoid the neighbor to just be like right up on that window. And uh, yet again, he is the protagonist in the story. Um, it's uh, it gets a little bit kinky, you know. He witnesses some uh, BDSM shenanigans uh, going on. Um, I it's not a good entry film for you guys that might be watching these shows trying to get into erotic thrillers. Uh, that's not to say that it doesn't have some steamy. Uh, scenes but you know it's also a movie quite frankly that could really use an upgrade uh because i don't think there's any kind of hd version of it anywhere uh something that quite frankly i think might actually sell pretty well based on the director and uh just in general i i could see this these movies doing well maybe a double feature blu-ray would be really cool um and uh yeah, I enjoyed this, but I think I don't know that there's going to be that appeal if you didn't kind of grow up with these. Yeah. Um, it's never a boring film. I think it actually is fairly well paced. Uh, you know, Harry gets hypnotized to kind of piece together all of the events. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it's a pretty cool little finale. Uh, but certainly the erotic thriller genre was still evolving uh, at this time. And it's interesting, the five-year gap in between with this, the sequel, because that, that's a long time. They tended to capitalize pretty fast on these later on. So uh, kind of weird that we waited that long to, to get our follow-up. Um, there's a little bit of suspense here. Like I said, it's a very, uh, very 1984 movie. We use, we always say like, they don't make them like this anymore. That would probably be my biggest pitch for it. Do you have to watch it? Well, I would strongly suggest you go through the Shannon Tweed, Shannon Weary, the two Shannons catalog first in your journey through erotic thrillers. But if you find that you really enjoy them, I think there's a lot to to like here. But just understand that most of the steamy stuff is very early on after the murder. So there's not a whole lot uh, to be had. But I did enjoy it. And I would actually pick up a Blu-ray if they ever got around to it, which would be nice. Or even just a... Uh, uh, an upgraded DVD would be. I am not wonderful. settling for DVDs, Dan. Stop putting that in the out in there. Where we want Blu-rays. Blu-ray. 4K. If Showgirls gets be... a 4K, <laughs> we want I'm... Vinegar Syndrome 4K. For this. I'm not going to get that greedy. I'll take Blu-rays. <laughs> you wh here's all right. Here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. I don't know who's got the rights now, but I'm going to make you a millionaire because I don't have the right to bedroomize. You put a slip cover with like blinds that you can like flip up and you got a naked lady behind the blinds. Flip it up, Todd. Multi, 
millionaire. Now I'm gonna have to go out and cut, now I'm gonna have to go cut this out so we can use the idea, Dan. <laughs> oh well, you know what? If you do a cut, just cut, cut to where we're at now. Dan's you just you just didn't hear Dan's million dollar idea because Todd wants to use it, but it is a fucking whopper. So keep an eye out. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it in. <laughs> nah, well, shit, Todd. Maybe we'll put something out. I think it's a good idea. Got to work out the mechanics. But I am a genius after all. Uh, so, yeah, uh, th- this is kind of a, a, a goofy uh, little movie. Uh, Kip Gilman. Uh, what to say about his performance? Um, I don't know if he ever fully pulls off heroic but again (laughs) he's kind of a creepy pervert who's like going out of his way to get this isn't just somebody like oh shit i'm looking out my office window and the the neighbor is uh you know baron or beaver right there like this is kind of like you're going out of your way it's like the the like night eyes when you're like implanting the security cameras it's like hard to explain that in 2023 why that guy's the hero but uh, he was protecting know. her, obviously. He's protecting her and all the Yeah, that... but you know what? These women, all their stalker movies, I mean, romantic comedies, no one gives them shit. So, you know what? We're taking, <laughs> we're, we're standing behind our bedroom eyes, and it was not creepy. <laughs> As your romantic uh, comedies teach men how to be better stalkers. <laughs> I was trying to protect you. Then she like turns and looks. It's like a trash can full of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing other things, but I was trying to protect you. God damn it. All right. So, Tad, what do we rate 1984's Bedroom Eyes? I, I got to go two and a half. I'm, I'm two and a half as well. Uh, cause I liked it. I don't know that that's going to be the case for, yeah. for everybody, but I, do, like I said, it's not at the front of the li- of the line for erotic thrillers, but I do think it's interesting, particularly for the Genesis of it. Cause this is kind of early and there's even earlier, uh, stuff that would qualify in that erotic thriller canon. But, uh, we're really kind of talking, like you said, that post fatal attraction wave is where most of the stuff we're covering falls so uh yeah two and a half sounds good check it out if you really want a a glimpse no pun intended into uh what we would be getting not too long later and then we jump right into the thick of it with bedroom eyes two from director chuck vincent this time and in this one, Harry Ross, this time played by Wings Hauser, comes apart when he catches his wife sleeping with another man. To fix his marriage, he devises the insane plan of sleeping with another woman, played by Linda Blair. Uh, then, of course, all sorts of hell breaks loose. Um, all right. So this is this one is really getting into the batshit uh convoluted uh, erotic thriller era uh, where the the plots sometimes were just all over the place uh wings Hauer, wings wings Hauer, wings hauser is a very different actor so yeah. he's playing harry ross but it, it never really feels like he's the same guy 
Um, and considering the long time in between, it's it's interesting that they got that they decided to make an actual sequel, uh, kind of sorta. But as we've seen, it's kind of a theme with a lot of these movies where you know you'd have a sequel that didn't always gel with the the previous movie it'd be the same character but there were some contradictions you see that a lot uh and i kind of just roll with it uh yeah it was was that case someone's like ah benjamin's successful let's do another one yeah it doesn't have to be perfect (laughs) yeah there people are just spanking it to these we don't need to yeah uh but this has the benefit of having some some spicy lovemaking with Linda Blair. Uh, but we also get uh, Playboy Playmate Kathy Shower, uh, who is in this, uh, playing his his uh, his new wife. Uh, it's a very complicated love yeah, triangle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very complicated love triangle because his mistress was, like, driven to uh, killing herself. Then... Uh, you have uh, you have the wife kind of feels guilty. It's a it's a very and then Linda Blair has her own motives. Like it's a very convoluted story to say st- to say the least. Um, we also have a totally unnecessary subplot involving uh, his his company his company and his sleazy partner Vinny. Uh, engaging in uh, this insider trading deal, which never really like it's just kind of there. It's totally unnecessary <laughs> to the plot uh, for some reason, but they do it anyways. We have uh, X. Uh, we have somebody that uh, tried to kill Harry five years earlier that comes into the plot because she's out of jail. Uh, this movie, in a lot of ways, is like a real fucking mess, but I think it's an entertaining uh, mess. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Wings Hauser was actually dating Linda Blair at the time, or maybe after this. I, I know I think they were an item uh, at one point. Uh, you get some glimpses of some Linda Blair nudity in this, which is the big selling point. Uh, obviously, we've got the new exorcist coming out. So we figured it's a good time to talk about these. Uh, I know you were, you were Linda Blair was always a big crush for you. Wasn't she Todd? Eh, one of many, but she, was, yeah. yes, yeah, she I was, had, I was, she I was younger. So it wasn't weird. So I was still yeah. a child. That's, <laughs> exorcist yeah. too. By the time you got to Savage streets, you were, Shooting uh, pea soup out of your wiener. Every <laughs> well, night. I brought up exorcist too, but uh, there so. you go. There you go. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this one's definitely, I think, the more entertaining movie. Uh, d- oh, yeah. Does it matter if you saw the first one? Not really. You could say that about 90% of these, though. Yeah, but there's some like I think Night Eyes. But you don't need to see the one before you see. There's the difference between needing to like you can go in and Mm -hmm. watch any of those. You don't need the backstory as long as you know he's a security guard. You're fine. 
<laughs> but watch them all in order. I like how in some of these movies, like there's a conflict, but then it's just like, boom, resolved with the makeup sex immediately uh, in, in this Accurate. one. <laughs> and I believe there's actually a line, uh, you kill for love in this, which uh, I think might be, I don't know, maybe where they got the idea for the uh, documentary, we kill for love. Um We'll have to ask. It could have come from this. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the Linda Blair stuff, I think, is worth it. I mean, again, she's not doing, uh, like, Shannon Weary-level love scenes where we're not we're not seeing her, like, bouncing up and down on uh, Wingshauser too much. Uh, but it's, you know, some steamy goodness. She had to save that for Rick James. It wasn't allowed in public. <laughs> uh and yeah i really like this one wings hauser certainly had made some interesting career moves uh in his in his lifetime uh but always one of those actors that's worth watching even when he wasn't in something that was the the highest of quality he's always worth watching uh you, you have to know what my favorite picture with him is don't you Oh, very LA picture. There's a few, but just tell me. Vice Squad, come on. Okay, yeah, that was on my list of possibilities for you. I uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I guess yeah, that would definitely be number one. There's others you could have said. No, he has other great one. ones too, but yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. I thought maybe that was too obvious, but yeah, Vice Squad's amazing. You should go and grab that blu-ray uh which god is that out of print that might actually be out of print but if you can get a hold of it it's worth uh worth grabbing uh, you can get uh i think there's one of his blu-rays and i don't know which movie it was off the top of my head but i know one of them on hamilton books at least as of this recording was like six bucks which is really really good uh yeah i don't think it was vice squad though but yeah anyways uh check that out that's a great deal um but yeah just the the convoluted story the backstabs uh this is really getting into a more proper erotic thriller still light like I said, if we're using the measuring stick, it's it's a little it's not super heavy on the bump and grind, but there's definitely more uh, nudity to be had in this one, and probably fits more what most of you are looking for in an erotic thriller. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I I like this one. I like this one a lot. I think if we do get a release, they should probably bundle them together. Yeah. Uh, for sure. But, uh, man, I would love to see Linda Blair talk about it. I'm sure probably not uh, her favorite uh, <laughs> her favorite film. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Do a Blu-ray and donate a portion to Pitbulls, and I'm sure she'll give you an interview. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on that note, that's really all I have. So let's go ahead and rate this Damn, one. Let's huh? rate it. Um, <clears throat> I'm a, oh, I really do have fun with it. I'm a three and a half on this one, a strong three and a half. 
I am a three. I like it a lot. Um, I never had the same lusting for Linda Blair as some people do. So I was but, the right age. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Uh, so, but if yeah, you, 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 it's a very specific movie. <laughs> oh, 100. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And Savage Streets, although. Yeah, yeah. Um, and right. uh, rest in peace, Chuck Vincent, because uh, oh, yeah. he's been gone a long time, but a lot of great uh, movie memories. Uh, it feels with like him. We've underrepresented his catalog, and we haven't talked enough about him. Honestly, most of his content would be more after dark. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, I but, mean, but like not really like shoehorned in erotic. It kind of like jumps around everywhere. No, he's he's somebody, and I think because he's been gone so long. But you know, uh, wimps, wimps. That didn't would be do, something to cover that I'd love to do. Didn't he do uh, prep? school preppies preppies he did sex pot i think i don't think he directed preppies i know it's from that same era no he did direct preppies no he did he did uh but i remember like hollywood hot tubs and uh i mean he was one of those uh, you know adult directors who was able to make that transition uh and did a lot of mainstream movies so i i think he's fascinating maybe at some point we'll do like a director's spotlight uh on him maybe doing a classic adult film and um you know tackle some some sex comedies uh blue summer might be one that might be worth trying uh but wimps and preppies i feel like that's a good good one there yeah. Of course, we do it, and then they'll announce a new Blu-ray. But <laughs> well, we already have one. Uh, thing so, guys, hmm? go ahead. No, go for it. Wrap us up. Get us out of here. Oh no, I was. Yeah. So, guys, Patreon.com/slash Flesh Wound Features. Check out all our other erotic thriller shows. They're very popular. Uh, like I said, Animal Instincts. Shannon Weary is the queen right now. We'll just judge it based on on clicks, and that video is like. 10,000 plus uh, and rise. There's no wrong answer with the two. I, I don't think you have a wrong answer with the Shannons. Yeah, it's... it's. Although yeah. I will argue which one's bigger. Like, well, like... Oh, uh, well, yeah. But I'm saying you can't go wrong with either. But in terms of fame, yeah, one definitely yeah. together. And I think body chemistry's in the, in the second place as far as our erotic thrillers. That's like well over 9,000. So uh, it, it's awesome. I hope anybody that's considering releasing some of these films watches these shows because there's an audience out there that remembers these films fondly. And we well, definitely culture like shocks, to see more. Culture, shock, culture Shock's already, you know, started a new line now that is... Uh, they're they're for uh, you know, virgin high, yeah, yeah, which isn't sex comedy, but well, that is that's sex comedy. I'm sorry, it isn't erotic thriller; it's sex comedy. Erotic, thriller. but the line's yeah. gonna tackle both. So, I mean, that's like the mm-hmm. perfect line for us, right? <laughs> sex comedies and erotic thrillers. Well, yes, please. Oh, absolutely. I I really hope that sells well uh, because the fact that it's a vinegar syndrome partner label, it's mm-hmm. gonna justify more. They're gonna sell well at the very least. I always sell those slip covers out. Yeah, I always uh, and I, I've even ar- I used to argue 
with him about it on the old code red boards but bill olson like you know sex comedies don't sell uh they they have a history of that being proven right though yeah i don't know if it's like a different time now though uh just something about 2023 and people really feeling that heavy nostalgia uh because you know we're several years now without really having that be a thing and Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it wasn't maybe totally dead at that point when I was arguing that on the Code Red board. So I, yeah, I, you're probably right. It wasn't. You know, you think about it like if you were around at that time, there's a lot of people that know the names of Shannon Tweed, Julie Strain, Nikki Fritz and, uh, you know, Kim Dawson and, and Kira Reed, one of my personal favorites. They They know those names. And I think there's there's more of an interest than you think. So uh guys if you're out there you should be buying these when they come out because they're so underrepresented uh don't buy like your seventh co- well if you can buy your seventh or eighth copy of uh you know army of darkness but also consider picking some of these up because uh you know we get to a point where i want to make sure all these have a home even if it's streaming i mean you know but restore it and get them out there because I think it's important. I, I certainly love these films. Todd loves these films and flesh wound features. And we, we definitely love these films. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So erotic thrillers forever. Uh, we will be back with more. We're going to have a TV. We're going to have more, uh, TV after dark as well. Uh, we're going to, and, and this won't just be, uh, this won't just be, erotic thrillers we're going to tackle some more uh just straight up soft core stuff and uh different series it'll be great so our next our next double is uh won't even have a erotic thriller yeah we're going somewhere doing something different yes so on that note guys good night and stay sexy yeah all right guys i'm sorry I'm scratching.